Philadelphia 76ers get completely manhandled in Game 7, bringing many to question, did the process work? And what is the future of the Philadelphia 76ers? We're going to talk about that a little bit and plus more right after this. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. All right, NBA fans, welcome to another episode of NBA Central. Right off the top, if you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at NBA Central Pod on every social media platform that we're on. But let's go ahead and get into it, right? The Philadelphia 76ers were eliminated in a defining fashion against the uh, Boston Celtics in a game that many people thought may go down to the wire, that may be a a closer game. It wasn't any of that. The Boston Celtics came in and basically owned that game for the most part, right? They led throughout. They led going into the halftime. It was only a three-point game at halftime. But coming out of that, that first half into the second half, the Boston Celtics just completely owned that game. And so that has now put the the future of the Philadelphia 76ers into question. Many people think that Doc Rivers is probably the next coach to be fired. I kind of agree with that as well. I think it's only a matter of time before we hear that Doc uh, Rivers is removed as head coach from the Philadelphia 76ers. And then the questions around what is the future of James Harden, right? We've heard things like there's a mutual interest and a flirtation with him returning to the Houston Rockets. Questions around that. James Harden, who had some had more games than I think what us here at this at this channel were expecting of James Harden just looking good to great but of course in game seven did not look good at all by any stretch of the imagination going three of 11 from the field did chip in a six rebounds seven assists two steals a block so but only nine points right and then Joel Embiid disappearing in the game as well you had both of your main two players completely shrink in a game seven so the questions that are naturally now around what is the future of the Philadelphia 76ers are valid. And the one thing is, is they, they have an MVP to continue to build around. They at least have that. They have players that are still under contract as well to where they don't have to make a ton of decisions as far as change unless they want to. And if they do decide to go in the trade market, because most of their players, when you look at it, are under contract, they can they can net something back for that. But it does not make the future of the Philadelphia 76ers any less bleak when you look at it from top to bottom. And people have now brought in the question, did the process work, right? And Sam Hinkie and what he did in the four years that he ran the Philadelphia 76ers that brought about some of the worst four years of basketball from any franchise we have ever seen. When you look at the draft prospects that they missed on, Nerlens Noel, Jaleel Okafor, right? Uh, Michael Carter-Williams, I think, was in that stretch of time as well, trading uh, for Markel Fultz that ended up not working, which I think that may have been a little bit out the process window, not, not quite, don't remember correctly on that. The one gem that they got out of that is Joel Embiid and is now asked, the question is, did that make the process successful? I personally view it as no, it didn't. Because not only did you tank and 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 devalue your franchise, not just the, the, the product on the basketball court, but your franchise by not having many expectations at all in that time, right? So because of that, you have to look at it. And, and to me, I do not see the process as being successful. Yes, you got an MVP level cal- uh, t- uh, caliber talent. And I guess if you're just talking about just at least getting that level of talent, okay, it could be a success, but you have not made it out of the second round of the playoffs during that time at all. You have not been a championship favorite in that time. You have not even gotten close to sniffing a finals exper- uh, 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 appearance in that time, right? And so 
when you look at even the, the most of the players on this roster, most of them came in via trade. You didn't build a team over the course of tanking for years and years and years and years to where you have a, a foundation of young players that you build off of. No, you got Embiid. You got one, right? You got one. And so in looking at the process and looking at tanking overall in the NBA, and this is kind of a thing that I've been talking about for a while, tanking generally does not work at the NBA, in the NBA at a high level. It doesn't, right? The, 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 the Houston Rockets, the Cleveland Cavaliers, in a way, because they got LeBron, he left and came back. Those are really the two teams that you could look at that tanked clearly and, and got something out of it in the long run as far as it turning into an NBA title. Some people think that the Spurs tanked. I don't, I don't see that as tanking either because David Robinson went down with injury. But to me, the process, the process that they were supposed to be trusting, it did not work. Again, in my opinion. Some people may share a different opinion on that. That's absolutely fine. But when you look at how this team has really failed to have any type of major success, right? They've won some games. They've been a tough out at times. They've looked good during the regular season. They've won a lot of games. And maybe you look at that as success. I don't. You can win a lot of games by building a team and being smart. And where the Philadelphia 76ers went wrong at, even outside the process, is that in that time since then, they have not drafted well. They haven't drafted well. They haven't done very, very many things right. Uh, you brought in Jimmy Butler, and it ended up not working out, right? You didn't have to go on another mini revamp at that point in time, which I think, considering what happened with Jimmy Butler, they, they, they got a nice package back for him in that case. I think back, I think they, they re-up and retooled pr pretty well. But when you look back all the way from the, the players that they missed on, the Michael Carter-Williams, the Jaleel Okafor, the Nerlens Noels, right? And then having young players as well in this in that time, and Jeremy Grant, Robert Covington, Rashawn Holmes. Like, while those some of those players have talent and they're still playing in the NBA level now, you did not build a successful program overall. So wherever the, the Philadelphia 76ers are headed, it's not as clear as what you would hope for it to be clear when you're coming off a season in which your best player won MVP. Now, could there be a way in which they retool this offseason and they're right back in the thick of it? Yes, it's the NBA. Anything is possible. All you need is the right deal. And one right deal can, can, can help take your team a little bit further. But right now, the future of the 76ers isn't that much brighter than some teams that didn't, that barely scratched the play-in tournament, in my opinion. You do have a better chip to build around in Joel Embiid. But now when you, when you see your player shrink in a game seven like that, you know that you have to build a solid team full of killers around them. And I don't know if the Philadelphia 76ers are equipped prepared, are ready to do what it takes to be able to do that. And maybe it's a little bit of an overreaction on my part. I can admit that. Maybe that is what we're sitting at now. Maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment. But this team was so disappointing in this season. And, 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 and you know, yeah, it, it sucks. It sucks. It, it really does because they have talent in Joel Embiid. But the questions around what the future of the Philadelphia 76ers are going to be is very, very loud. Right. Especially if James Harden ends up leaving, which some people may look at that and say, hey, James Harden leaving may not be a net bad thing for the for the Philadelphia 76ers, because you can then increase the role of, of Maxi, who seems like a player himself that is primed and ready to be a good a good two next to Joel Embiid. Right. And so when you hear the things even after the game of Joel Embiid saying we can't win alone and, you know, Dame Lillard doing the quote tweet of the huh, it really puts a highlight on the fact. That you got to get it together. When you look at the future contracts for the Philadelphia 76, you have Joel Embiid locked up for four years, 210 million more. You got Tobias Harris on, a, on another one year deal, 
for about $40 million. You got P.J. Tucker on, on two more years. You got uh, Melton for another one-year deal and Maxie for another one-year deal. Going into the offseason, James Harden has a player option. Uh, Daniel House has a player option. Montrezl Harrell has a player option. And then you have your unrestricted free agents in Nang, uh, um, Jalen McDaniels, and, and Milton, right? That That is, it's not the bleakest outlook. But like I said, if the Philadelphia 76ers decide to go heavy trade to bring in a star, maybe it's to trade for a Dame Lillard, maybe it's to trade for, for a, a Jalen Brown or something like that. Like, these are just names that have been rumored out there, not necessarily thinking that I think they're going to come. But if that said, um, if that if that happens, you do have those assets that you can look to move, and that's more than you can say about a a, a lot of, of teams in the future. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Uh, the Harden thing, you just never know with James Harden. He seems to just be on the go, and you can never really quite predict what happens with him. But depending on what happens with that, with that option, you may see the Philadelphia 76ers look to retool real quick around Joel Embiid. And keep in mind, Joel Embiid having his most – healthy season as well, and a resulting in an MVP win for him. You don't want to overlook that. You don't want to act like that. those things did not happen. But at the same time, you got to understand how you need to build this team and being critical of James Harden after that game, uh, after, uh, being critical of James Harden and Joel Embiid in, after that Game 7 performance, to me, it's, 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 it's reasonable. And you have, I don't know if we have another team recently that has had a player that's won MVP and the, and the future of the team has been as uncertain as what it's going to be for the Philadelphia 76ers heading into this offseason. You guys can let me know what you think on everything down below. Do you think I'm tripping? Do you think I'm off my rocker? Let me know down below. Make sure you guys are following the show at NBA Central Pod. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, NBA Central Show at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything NBA-related. And we'll see you guys next time I feel like dropping a video, probably tomorrow. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media.